0: Okay, are we ready? Hey
1: there, mamas and papas. This is Mr. Halis with the Stumblewell Podcast, drinking coffee.
0: And I'm Holly, a video producer and digital storyteller.
1: Wait, was that my portion? I
0: guess so. Let's we'll start over. Do you want to start over? <laughs> Welcome to the StumbleWell podcast. Life's a journey, you're gonna stumble through it. Why not stumble well with us? Um, this episode, I'm actually just sitting here. I set up the mics and stuff, so oh, man, really. what are we doing?
1: <laughs> so this episode took a turn. All right, so, in the beginning. We, in were, the we were in the Beninging, so we were on our way to brunch at a place that apparently no longer exists in San Antonio. Um, and we were listening to wait, wait, don't tell me because we support TPR. Yeah, something go off. Okay, um, and they were doing the the thing where they, they have the the guests try to give or spoof off or riff off a f- two fake news segments, and then one of them is real, mm-hmm. and so the uh, and they're all absurd. Right, the person participating has to d- decide which one's which. Blindly, I said, oh, it's probably this one. So it was the two fake ones, and then one was, is Chicken Parm a new aphrodisiac in New York or something? And so I chose for that one. Dating. For dating. Yeah. Uh, chose that one. Lo and behold, it's true. I was in shock. I don't know if... Wait, wait, don't tell me. Quoted the New York
0: Post? They quoted... Like, someone who had been interviewed for it. Uh, Because, you know, then they always say, like, and we have someone who is a part of the story, and then they play the audio, and the audio
1: reveals which one was true. So I think, so this was somewhat reported in New York, maybe, but it originated in the New York Post. Uh, So we read the original article, and it was essentially saying, yeah, so there's this trend among single men in in New New York York... Uh, that they all like chicken parm, and they'll talk amongst each other almost as if, like, animals? Some sort of, like, pre-developed man where they they talk on these dating apps about chicken parm?
0: Yeah, but they have, like, their favorite chicken parm spot
1: right? that they want to take a lady. And some women that were interviewed uh, said, yeah, if you indicate that you like chicken parm or something guys are attracted to it and you get more attention whereas if you immediately say that you don't like chicken parm
0: or if you have some type of dietary restriction to where you
1: cannot eat right. chicken parm that's a hard stop yeah so we were we were thinking this has to be some sort of tabloid or something this is yeah. just really weird like this can't be a thing is this a thing in the article itself it leads to another part of the rabbit hole where they talk about engagement chicken. P. Supposedly Howard Stern's last, last wife or current wife trapped him. Trapped. Uh, convinced him to propose. Um, the headline in, in the New York Post says, the chicken that will make him propose. Some Norman Rockwellian um, <laughs> just theory or concept. It's like concept of America, where it's like, yeah, you know, uh, two and a half kids and... Yeah. Nuclear family and a engagement chicken in every pot. And that in itself was a problematic article. The whole um,
0: thing, I remember reading this article because we were so enthused by, wait, wait, don't tell me, that we ended up finding this New York Post article. And then reading further and digging into this whole engagement chicken thing, I just had to take a step back, you know what I'm saying? My, like, 21st century... I am woman. Feminist. Hear me roar, like inner roar was coming out, and I was feeling a certain type of way of reading about all of this.
1: The, <laughs> w- in the engagement chicken post, the women are seen or they're they're talked about as solely focused not on career, and this is in an office, yeah, um, but on engagement and proposals. And so, this direct quote from the article. There were a lot of women in the office, and there was this fairly common rite of passage when someone was dating. They'd say, oh, my God, I invited this guy over for dinner. What should I make? End quote. Um, And then the person who devised this recipe, this sort of uh, witch's brew, um, would give out this recipe, and then...
0: Sure enough, a proposal would happen. But then, so here's the thing.
1: This isn't an urban legend. This is real,
0: end but quote. Here's the thing, though, about this article. At first, I was in my feminist sensibilities. Like, why are we even reading this article? I feel a certain type of white, okay? But then... The more we started reading it, and it's, to be frank, like if you consider yourself any type of womanist, feminist, insert whatever term of just wanting to be your own person and not necessarily give into the patriarchy. I'll link it in the show notes, but you probably won't like reading it. Anyway. (laughs)
1: Look, the last thing that I want to say before you make that point is um, the woman who divides the recipe boasts that more than 70 women. Yeah. Seventy women have gotten engaged after making the chicken. Yeah. And that's just on the record success stories. Seventy. Seventy. Out of how many hundreds of thousands. Oh, of have people tried the recipe that from the magazine? Live in New York <laughs> or throughout the country. Like I'm I'm just talking about the sample size, both in both articles. Like for the engagement chicken and for the chicken parm Aphrodisiac, oh my God, I'm gonna get things done in my pants article. <laughs> It's, the sample size is like hands. It's two hands, maybe. Yeah. 70 people, that's a couple more hands. But I mean, we're, we're, like... This is the analytic part of Mr. Elise coming out. Like, so, this is
0: not a good sample size.
1: <laughs> you do not take a small sample size and then generalize it to the population <laughs> after observing 70 people. <laughs> it's like, engagement chicken is... it's like I'm, I'm sure it's a great roast chicken... Uh, but what, so like, just, I'm, I'm just trying to get somewhere before you get to your point.
0: Sure, 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 sure. I'm gonna let you finish.
1: Come <laughs> to find out <laughs> that the New York Post, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to talk politics, but the New York Post is Donald Trump's favorite tabloid. Is per it? Per the LA Times. Oh. Per the LA Times, so it's owned that makes by. makes a lot more sense now. Some mogul, and it's, 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 it. it, it Oh, man. When I read that, it all just kind of fell into place. It's like, this is extremely sensationalist and kind of devoid of fact. Oh. That makes a lot more sense. Anyway, <laughs> all that being said, even though it's it's uh, a diving board that's really a two-by-four nailed in to a wall.
0: I think, so, yeah. Reading it, I felt a certain type of way. But as I kept thinking about it more, I couldn't help but reflect on our relationship, right? And fun fact for y'all, oh my gosh. Y'all were moving in a week and I cannot wait. It made me think about when we were first dating, and fun f- story guys, this is an aside. The first time Mr. Halise actually said I love you was after I had made him a meal.
1: Ribs, pork ribs to be specific.
0: I had made him pork ribs, I had baked them. And it was a recipe that I learned from my mom. And at that time, we were not with finances, but then whenever we ever, we have finances. Anyway, you all will see that episode. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we it was like shambles. Shambles.
0: We were low in finances, because um, we were both low-income folks. And I was like, I wanna do something for this guy that I really like now. You know, I'm in my feels, he cute, or whatever. And so I was like, I'm gonna come over and make you some ribs and he had one bite of the ribs. We were sitting on your carpet floor, eating the ribs. (laughs) And he looked up to me and said, oh my God, I love you. And I was like, LOL. Mm. (laughs) You don't mean that. And and then he kind of like, it was a long, hard pause, and I realized, oh, he does. (laughs) But he realized it was like too early to say something (laughs) like that.
1: So the true topic of this episode <laughs> is, yeah. is there a true way to a man's heart through his stomach, by way of his stomach?
0: Do Not do man's? the beeps? Oh, we no. Can... Like,
1: I didn't know if we needed to do the beeps anymore. We didn't have to. Anyway, hey, y'all. It's uh, the segment in the episode. If y'all made it this far, yeah. uh, we appreciate you.
0: It's usually towards the middle that I put the announcements. Anyway. Uh, if you're new here thank you for watching slash listening to this episode of the podcast a few things yep that you can do to help us out oh really yes if you're watching us on youtube or instagram because i'm debating putting these on instagram so we'll see oh. um yeah but if you're watching us on youtube or instagram like the video that really helps us out a lot
1: also let the ads play
0: yes that helps as well the other thing you can do if you want to take it a step further is considered becoming a producer of this podcast by joining us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash We have so many new people. There was a lot. We have a lot of new people. Welcome, producers. Hi, new people. Hi. This is an exciting time. Anyway, um... Yeah, there you can get early access to episodes Mm -hmm. or private weekly vlogs. You Mm. can ask us questions and we'll make a
1: whole video for you about it.
0: We're at your disposal if you join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hallease.
1: We're doing a lot for these Patreon people.
0: Because they're awesome. Anyway, the other thing you can do if the spirit moves you is we do have merch. No, that was Patreon. Go there too. But teespring.com slash stores slash Hallease. I'll put it in the show notes.
1: And, that's it.
0: I think, I don't think it needs to be a gendered thing, first off.
1: Sorry, that's just the the adage, the age old thing.
0: I'm just countering with my thing. Um, Because, for those of y'all who have been following us for a while, you all know that Mr. Halisa actually now is the one that does the bulk of the cooking, and he's a really good cook, and I feel like whenever I'm coming back from the office or if I've been here working all day and you're already starting to cook the meal, there is something to be said about walking into your home space of safety and like center Mm -hmm. and you can smell good things being made. There is something to that,
1: I think. And I will say that having prepped dinner for I don't even know how long I've been doing it, but.
0: A couple years now. Predominantly making dinner. Yeah. Um, it's been like a smooth three years. <laughs> me coming
1: home and you making dinner yeah. is amazing. It's <laughs> an amazing weight lifted. Out and It's like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I'm going to sit down. Hmm. Have a beer? Have a beer.
0: Sometimes I have to remind you to sit down, though. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, do you got I it? Do you need help? And like, go away. Receive the gift, sir.
1: <laughs> so, I mean... Okay. So we do think that there is a correlation between food and love, right? I mean, cuz it is you are sustaining the other person. You you are literally sustaining right. the other person. And yes. it's through your efforts that you feel like the other person is deserving of the effort that or the energy that you're spending to make it.
0: I don't think it needs to be chicken. I don't think there needs to be a roast chicken so situation.
1: I'm I'm only going to say this. My Mother had never made. Who did most of the cooking when I was growing up? Mm-hmm. Never made pork ribs, so we never had pork ribs. So you you baked pork ribs. Uh-huh. I did not know that pork ribs were available. Again, this was this was Bachelor Chris who could not cook. Okay. So you, I, I was like, oh, pork ribs are available at the store, <laughs> and then you can make them in the oven.
0: Are you serious? Yeah, Anna? I was
1: like, oh, oh, really? Oh, and they're amazing.
0: <laughs> really.
1: Yeah, so a part of that, like, that was the experience, wow. was how naive I was okay. about cooking. Okay. But you also cook them well.
0: Thank you. Yeah. They don't make that rib rub anymore, though.
1: I know. I'm. It's very frustrating. We're looking at you, uh, McCormick's. It's McCormick's, yeah. They don't make it anymore. Not doing your pork seasoning.
0: Yeah. So rude.
1: If I see an ad for McCormick's <laughs> on YouTube for this episode...
0: Y'all need to sponsor us. Y- y'all are getting <laughs> an
1: angry email. What? <laughs> <laughs> that you will promptly delete. Anyway, um, the whole argument that women are no longer in the home and they're out in the workforce, right? Like what's, what's, it's not at the soul core of it, but what's, what's a, a main argument for it? It's, oh, you know, who's going to help raise the kids? Who's going to help do this and that? Mm-hmm. Well, you. it's not like, yeah, it's not you like sir. the love, <laughs> it's not like <laughs> how, like the love has stopped, but right, you just feel, you feel neglected. Some people will feel neglected.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the love, so much about, I feel like when we talk about love in general, I still feel like people define it very, not incorrectly per se, but in a way that isn't actually love. I think the love is the action. So it's about figuring out ways to show that you love your partner, which really is more just like, I respect my partner. Mm -hmm. I think that's like love equals respect and vice versa, you know?
1: Now let's talk about this, this ideal, yeah. this this concept that chicken can be so good that it can hypnotize you because yeah. men, men do not want to get married, even though I proposed to her and was, you know, <laughs> You're courting her, it. yeah, I was courting her hard. You were hard.
0: locking it down real quick, yeah.
1: So men, this is the traditional 90s, 80s, 90s sitcom. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we hate being tied down. Men do not want to propose. Yeah. So there is a chicken so good that it will make them completely abandon <laughs> all of their ideology and make them propose. I mean like is is this actually a feminine concept where the power the power is transferred from the man to the woman? And the woman in her own, like, womenly oh. duties? No, this is not a thing. This is not a thing. I'm just making a stupid argument.
0: Well, I so like, because remember, so there's this episode. From a
1: conservative <laughs> website? This conservative <laughs> no, no, no. tabloid? So
0: let's like, no, let's, like, explore this. This is fun. <laughs> this is a riffing episode. This is, like, this episode is nonsense. No, 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 we're... we're we can see y'all next week if necessary. But let's pretend that... I'm making... Could we, like, how could we make a feminist argument out of this? It could be said, the argument could be made that men like to think they're in control of the marriage, but it's actually women who control the relationship. The argument could be made, right? If we're really going to play into this conservative mindset, if you will, you know?
1: And by, by conservative, I think we're just saying... Sorry, Uh, traditional.
0: Traditional, sure. Let's use that word because it's better. If we're gonna play into this traditional mindset, one could say one could make the argument that I knew that if I cooked for you, I was a decent enough cook, and you had had bad experiences with previous girlfriends and their cookings. (laughs) Oh yeah, that that I could be a game changer, if you will, and make you rethink what having a female partner such as myself could bring to your life.
1: By the way, before I discovered um, that I was gluten sensitive, right, just yeah. eating Hungry Man dinners left and right. Yeah, Those things are cheap I wonder and filling. There's a brownie. There was a brownie in, in there
0: I wonder if baked this, in dessert. I wonder if this more ties into how much, which I think we've talked about in a previous episode too, this idea of like the bachelor pad and all this kind of right. stuff where it's just like men are not...
1: men or children
0: yeah they're not as readily um forced if you will for lack of a better word forced to grow up and like do things that will enhance their life overall so it's not traditionally expected for men to know how to cook or men to have an eye for fashion or men to have an eye for design and decoration that is all stuff that's been put on the woman's side of life and so there comes a point in a man's life, in his bachelor days, when he realizes that he doesn't know how to do all of these basic ass life skills, and <laughs> is for <laughs> and realizes that he's like obs- obsolete and has to like find a woman to oh, like. Wow.
1: So he belie- he realizes how infant like he is, and yeah. So he has to seek out a female figure that can provide for him, like his mother did. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is some edipal stuff. I don't this know. This is it some like Oedipus that. Freudian. Now I'm just gonna say. I don't think I can roast a chicken.
0: you roasted chicken? Good
1: enough. Oh. To make somebody propose to me. I can roast a chicken. Yeah. I mean, everybody prefers the white meat, but that dries out to heck. I and guess I'm,
0: I'm trying to think if there, if you dark could. Dark meat is
1: where it's at, and you can't burn dark meat. You can
0: burn dark meat. It's hard to put myself in that mindset of, because you didn't start cooking for me like regularly until a couple years in. Um, and then when you were beginning, like you basically learned how to cook while being married to me. So I've gotten to see like the beginnings, of things not being so good at all. To the pho, remember the pho? The, the pho, the great pho of like, I don't even know, 2013. Anyway,
1: was 2012, 2013. Yeah, somewhere in
0: there. Yeah. So that was bad, y'all. That was, it
1: wasn't good, y'all.
0: <laughs> but you tried. And that I that was a it. lofty goal. Out of respect.
1: We we sampled it and then we gave up and I hated it it. I was eating it. We threw it away. He threw it away.
0: Anyway, all that to say, it wasn't for a while until I got to reap the benefits of like, you know, your cooking skills and talents.
1: But do you think that there is a chicken good enough?
0: Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get to like if you had roast if you had grilled ribs for me, like beef ribs, and the way you do it now, if you had done that in year one would the panties have dropped sooner? I don't know. It's hard to say, because your beef ribs are really good. You know what I'm saying? I think I understand the concept of just having someone who already has like a good life skill down. I don't think that's gender specific, though, is what I'm right. getting at. Hmm. I don't think it needs to be gender specific.
1: I, I, mean, get, I don't
0: know, I mean, just, yeah. Would but so, I have gone? Would I have gone to LA? Someone who is a well, would I have left you for that time?
1: Someone who is solely capable of making really good, carne asada or like ribs or whatever, like they can only do one good dish, and they are a deadbeat.
0: Yeah, that's not. That's
1: not. Is is it going to override no, everything else? All not. the other You're shortcomings? Right. There you go. You're right. It's not.
0: It's the whole picture. But that would be like an icing on the cake type thing. Right. I feel like you're a, you're such a full package now. You're well educated.
1: Can we say that without
0: uh, is I don't know. <laughs> Yet. Well, without
1: je- jeopardizing sponsorships <laughs> or ad <laughs> revenue? Hmm.
0: You bring a lot to a relationship. Oh, you do too. You do too.
1: I mean, so you can cook. Yeah. Uh, you know how to keep house. I can keep a house clean. And bring me my slippers. I'm kidding. You're not. <laughs> um, you don't have slippers. <laughs> I don't. Um, You're intelligent, you listen to me, you know who I am, uh, you love me for who I am, you've never been false. Yeah, that's actually interesting. You've never put on a front for me. You were always just real. Yeah, I know. And it's it's that realism. (laughs) It's how real you were from the jump. Yeah. And then just how well we meshed that really kind of solidified us in my mind.
0: And then it helped
1: that I could make some good ribs. She could she could cook I mean your mom can cook. Right. So you yeah. did turkey. Turkey was a mainstay. Mm-hmm. Was turkey wings.
0: Turkey wings and turkey necks.
1: Turkey wings. Oh the turkey necks. We haven't done that in a
0: minute. We haven't. We should do
1: turkey necks. They gotta be smoked. Yeah. Otherwise it's pretty basic. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh what else did you you had? You had a yeah, staple I had things. like
0: I had a good staple. I could do just chicken, like baked chicken. Chicken and pesto? Right. I did chicken and pesto. There's a couple of different I things. You need to write these down. <laughs> That I these made are some good When recipes. we were early on in our relationship that I would make pretty regularly.
1: Yeah. So, right. the original point. Yes. Is chicken parm uh-huh. a good Sorry. date meal?
0: Is chicken parm a good date meal? Or an meal?
1: ideal date meal? Is it the ideal aphrodisiac? or these people doing it wrong? I will contend chicken parmesan uh-huh. is a terrible date meal. Really? Um, point one. It's either traditionally served as a hero, or like in a sandwich, or um, with a whole bunch of pasta, typically. Um, so we're talking about a big, full dinner plate sized portion yeah. of fried chicken with cheese and carbs. And We're doing that on a date. Wait, so. wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. Backtrack. What actually is chicken parm?
1: <laughs> it's a fried chicken cutlet. Okay, yeah, go ahead and explain it to me. I was about to Google it, but... It's a fried chicken cutlet, typically covered in, like, parmesan. Okay. And it's, like, it's got some sauce on it, like okay. a, red, a red tomato sauce. Okay. Red sauce. Um, and it's served either on, like, a hoagie or a sandwich roll. Oh, really? Yeah, you can eat it in, like, sandwich form. Okay. Or you can do it like on a like as the primary entree portion with like a side of pasta or something else. Oh.
0: Yeah, that doesn't sound good. I don't think I've ever had this.
1: Oh, we're going to going to get roasted by people anyway. Sorry. It's I mean imagine like a chicken fried steak. Yeah. But chicken with tomato sauce on it. So it's like a Yeah, okay. I, I don't even. It's it's like good. Like a chicken
0: cordon bleu situation. Sure. But I mean it's so
1: it's good, but it's incredibly filling and starchy. If you're having this on a date with the yeah. ideal or the idea of extracurriculars following the date. Mm hmm. No. Nah.
0: I like that extracurricular.
1: Yeah. Or um I mean it's probably gonna be very garlic heavy sauce. Eyebrows, eyebrows, yeah. eyebrows. <laughs> garlic heavy sauce. Uh-huh. Garlic on the breath.
0: Yeah. Lethargic. Yeah, this this sounds like it'll give you the itis real quick.
1: Yeah, so it's like it's it's a it's a bad meal. Yeah. Um better mm-hmm. choices. Okay. Um, or even like better date ideas, if you're making this part of like a multi-step situation, mm-hmm. pizza, because I, I hear in New York, you have just like dollar pizza, so you have like a slice.
0: Very affordable date.
1: Just enough, yeah. very affordable, just enough carbs to keep you going, mm-hmm. you know, fuel you for things.
0: Extracurriculars, um,
1: yeah. Or to just keep you full while you're doing other things like ice skating or whatever people do.
0: What Whatever people do in New York. Uh, us, us Texans down here, we don't know. What would we do?
1: And I, I didn't know about these when we were dating, but tapas.
0: Yeah. Going to a tapas bar is super fun. You get to try a lot of different stuff. Usually a lot of it is light, but still it's the type of food that gives you good energy. Chicken wings? Ooh. I think they're, it's kind of messy. It's, yeah, it's kind of messy. It depends on how comfortable you are with the person. I feel like it's good to go on a date and see people get down and like eat. I don't want to go on a date and see people finger, you know, oh, I don't want to.
1: Oh, eating it with a fork and knife.
0: Yeah. If it's not meant to be eaten with a fork and knife. Like if somebody brings out some fried chicken and you bust out a fork and knife, I'm just like, really?
1: Ooh, okay. So (laughs) eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Slight tangent. What about uh, fried chicken?
0: What about fried chicken? Fried
1: chicken's really good. It is very good. But then I feel like that could be a little bit. <clears>
0: is that too relaxed? Like it separate.
1: Because what if it's like, oh, this is my favorite fried chicken spot. Uh-huh. And the fried chicken ain't good. It or t- separate I mean, substitute fried chicken for anything.
0: No, I mean, that's fair. I mean, with any food, food so much about food is culture, right? You, whether it's like the culture you're born into or the culture you've adopted in a way. So much of it. Like, if someone had a fried chicken spot, and then you go to that spot, and you're like, whoa, this fried chicken doesn't vibe with me or whatever, then maybe y'all aren't meant to be because culture, and you gotta share the culture, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like so much of when I was dating you, it helped that I was from San Antonio, so I already knew a lot about Latinx culture and the food that goes along with that.
1: Well, but there's so much overlap between African-American or... Black American and Hispanic American, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, cuisine. Um, cuisine. Yeah. yeah, so you got chitlins, I got menudo. Right. True, um, true. We both like fried things, even though it destroys me inside.
0: We both grill things a lot. We
1: both grill things. Fires and pits. Very meat and such. heavy, very fat heavy, yeah. very carb heavy.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I mean, this, this all just jived.
0: True. But I mean, that speaks volumes. Like, so if someone has a chicken parm spot, but then the other person doesn't have the same chicken parm spot and they go and try each other's chicken parm. What would we do? What is what is, what is a real, what's an actual good date? So what were, what were our first
1: dates? I'm actually going to just subvert the whole narrative and say movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Because it's popcorn. But the thing, so, but movi- I actually don't think movies are a good
1: first date. Because you can't see each other? You you're can't, not facing yeah, each you other. can't
0: see each other. There's no communication. You're just going, you're going with someone to sit quietly our and Our unofficial watch first
1: date was Mediterranean.
0: It was. That's actually.
1: It was light. That is good. You were still in a smoking phase, or so you were doing hookah. Yeah. I was in you full. Have to blown say it like that, a smoking phase. Well, you were still kind of dabbling with it. I was in full blown denial of my asthma, and was partaking <laughs> in it, and I was, and exp- I was like, oh, I can only do but so much. Okay okay Mediterranean I'm gonna go with Mediterranean I actually think That's Mediterranean long. is good especially Light depending
0: enough. depending on where you go it's very communal too mm. so you can both share a big dish and it's like you're both eating with your hands and Indian? like together what about Indian food or Indian food oh man that'd be a good first date yeah if your GI can handle that then Indian foods what's up
1: yeah, that's just a, like things to share. Pers-
0: yeah, things to share.
1: Like, ooh, we should try that, or what do you want to try? We could try that. It's like, oh, that one wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Or like
0: Sichuan House.
1: Sponsor. <laughs> San Antonio sponsor, please. Uh, but yeah, something that can engage and that you can both participate in. Yeah. That's interesting.
0: That's a better
1: first date yeah. meal. You but can
0: make it a thing.
1: Kind of clutched my pearls when you said that chicken parm doesn't sound good. It was i uh, really I'm sorry, what...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. If I could
1: eat it, I would eat it. <laughs> I'm just not I'm just saying it's not a good like first date meal. Okay. But if you could eat it, you would.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe we should figure out how to make a gluten-free chicken parm.
1: Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Anyway. Eyebrows,
0: eyebrows. Eyebrows.
1: <laughs> uh, what about a nice fruit salad? <laughs> just split a big bowl of fruit salad. It's a lot of sugar. Yeah.
0: It's too much sugar.
1: Well, maybe. If someone is measuring you based on your on your like or dislike of a specific um, dish, yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, so like people get tribalistic about NFL teams or like sports teams or yeah, uh, political affiliation or all these other things. Mm-hmm. I don't think a specific dish needs to be the line in the sand. Because I, I think in the article, they mentioned, like, oh, well, if I, like the gluten, there was a gluten-free person. Yeah. So the person said, you know, it's gluten-free, but just couldn't make it work, can't find a good chicken parm spot. And it's like, are you, do you only subsist off of chicken parm? <laughs> it's, I'm, I mean, it's got, it's protein and carbs and. It
0: is kind of everything you need, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's. There's no veggies in it.
1: I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I guess but, the tomato sauce. It's like, oh, I really like this person. Oh, they don't like chicken parm. I don't know. I
0: feel like this gets into the broader thing of like, are they talking to people that enjoy dating but aren't good at being in relationships? I
1: don't know. It sounds like they only talk to about seven people. So,
0: I'm just saying because I feel like there are people that I've met in this life that are good at dating, but they aren't actually good at. So they're good at, for lack of a better word. putting off a show. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good at showing someone that they've just met a good time. Mm. But that isn't necessi- eh, that isn't necessarily something that you build a life on.
1: Someone just stumbled across this topic. Like a couple of their friends said, yeah, everyone's obsessed with chicken parm. They said, what? They went onto the street, just so happened to get two people who were completely obsessed with chicken parm. They said, we got a story. <laughs> and then they just kind of ran with it and said, wait, so have you dated anybody that doesn't like chicken parm? Like, oh yeah, did it work out? No, they didn't. They weren't into chicken parm as much as I did. But secretly, this person is part of a cult mm. that they do extracurriculars with chicken parm oh on the down low. And it's like, yeah, sh- they they weren't into that club. It wasn't gonna work. Well, what's the club around chicken parm? It's all about chicken parm and then like Illuminati and all this other stuff. And
0: what's our what's our tangible takeaway here? What is our tangible takeaway?
1: Be careful out in the dating world. You know, there's a whole bunch of weirdos doing things with chicken parm. Yeah. And if they won't drop it, if they won't drop it from the topic of conversation, then it's red you, flag. you just need to excuse yourself to the bathroom. Red flag. Yeah. And uh, Don't go find back. a nice pizza place.
0: Ooh, here's a better question First dates. Should people, should the man pay or should Dutch be the thing? First date. I think Dutch. I, I say go Dutch.
1: Did we Dutch it the first time?
0: I, most of the things we did yeah, in the d- first d- year, it. I was always Dutching because I was like, "You ain't finna trap me,
1: fool." It's a little extreme.
0: <laughs> a little bit.
1: Um. Yeah. <laughs> or what's what's your ideal first date meal?
0: Yes. Oh, that's a good one. What's your ideal first date meal? <laughs> let us know in the comments. Do you cook? Do you go out? Yeah. Let us know if you
1: what you what you concur. So, stumble well,
0: stumble on,
1: and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.